Hi there, I'm Kylie Mowbray-Allen from Hello Media. And I'm Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, and you're tuning into Bite Size Business Life Podcast, the show that helps business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. Whether you're launching, ready to scale, or figuring out what's next, we discuss the nitty-gritty, the hard bits, the opportunities, and the behind the scenes, and share how we've grown our own companies and helped others do the same. We're glad you're here. And you're tuning in to Bite Size Business Live podcast, the show that helps small business owners get clarity and decide to grow their dream business. I'm very excited. It's Monday morning and we're back on air. Kylie, how are you today? So good, Jenny. How about you? I am great. I'm so excited about today's topic because it's something that we've had lots of sort of side hustle conversations about, but around Instagram, so many changes going on with Instagram and it's becoming such an important platform. I'm so excited to be chatting with you about this today. Me too. So last week in our group coaching, um, with our group coaching clients, I did a massive big session on updates to Instagram. There's so many changes going on. But one of the things that I think before we dive into um, what's happening with Insta, you know, with um, how to build your following, particularly if you were just starting out now, how would you actually go about doing that? But one of the things for everybody else that's already on Instagram to be aware of is that right now, every single thing that you put up that's a video is now going into the Reels feed. So it's really important that you get the right size. And so even if you're animating something, that then, of course, turns it into a video file, it will go in that real spot. So just be really aware of that for everyone and make sure that you're sizing it right. There's still so many people doing squares. There's still so many people doing um, choosing to go with their brand colors, but not realizing that actually the brand colors that make it too hard to read, like pink background with orange writing and stuff. So Remember that if it's too hard for people, they'll just scroll on by. So if you want to capture them, then make it really work. The sizing thing is such a big, I, when I, when the first shift moved from the square to kind of the slightly different shape, the rectangle, I guess, um, the portrait size, I was like, I really liked the way square showed up. But now, of course, because the systems change and the way you look at it, I, it really frustrates me when you have the tops and bottoms of, of posts cut off and it doesn't sit right and you can't actually see the content or the branding's all cut off. And it really does impact the way that you're actually engaging with that platform. And I, I, I'm with you in terms of so many people still using that wrong, the wrong sizing. I mean, if you want to stay square, stay square, but know that it's not going to show up as a square, right? So be mindful mindful of that, that it's not going to, the vision and the, what you're trying to achieve doesn't look like that if you don't kind of adjust to the, to the system and, and follow those changes. So it's so important, such great tip to make sure you're, you're keeping up with those changes that you're doing. And I know that you're on your um, Hello Media Facebook group, you're always sharing information, those tips about sizing and reminding people about where the safe zones of your Instagram posts are so that we can get it right. So love those tips that you have. (laughs) Thank you. Every day I am saying again to someone about those um, safe sizes. I'll put the link. I've got it on my Hello Media Instagram as a pinned post right in the middle so that it's, it's super easy for anyone to find. But it's such a small amount of space that you've got to be able to put words on or your captions on or whatever in a reel because otherwise it's all covered up by all the things like your 
um, profile information or, you know, your name of your account and the audio and all the other things on there. So it makes no sense to go to all that massive effort and then not be able to, for people to be able to see your content. And I think it's really important because when we're talking about how to build your Instagram following for your business and actually optimizing your Instagram profile, you know, that's one of those things that you talk about all the time is when you're optimizing your profile, or optimizing the way you're using it, simple things like sizing and keeping the content, your branding and your information in a space where people can see it is so important for engagement. Totally. And really one, one area that people forget about a lot is their highlights. So as soon as somebody clicks on to look at your Instagram account and look at your profile and find out what you're all about and do I want to know more about you? then rather than them going straight to your grid, then it's really important to have those highlights set up beautifully, name them really, really well. And then they can click on it and they can see all the things you've done to do with giveaways or all the things that you've got to do with your new program launch or whatever it is that you want them to see. But what's happening in stories, and then obviously the ones that you choose to keep in your highlights reels, is that they all, sorry, in your highlights, is that that's where your really raw stuff is. It's really where they get to feel what you're all about. So it's so important to have things in there. But then in terms of the actual Instagram account, so many people aren't making use of those pinned posts at the top. So if you can have those three pinned posts that tell people who you are, what you're all about, maybe a top tip so that they can see what it is that you actually are going to be offering people and making sure that those three things are you literally highlighting the awesomeness of you and your account, basically. The pin posts for me are one of those things that I'm like, I always forget about. I'm going to be, I'm that person who forgets about them. But it's, I love that tip. Is I, you know what came to mind as soon as my, and I, you probably saw me wander off a little bit. I was like, that would be perfect for me to post my do first matrix that I talk to everyone about. And I could have that as a pin post. And so every time we talk about scheduling and planning and getting your sort of systems right, that is one of those pin posts that we can just say, hey, Go and have a look at the Do First Matrix downloaded, get yourself organized. And that's where my brain just went as you were talking about the pin posts. And, and, and I can think about some of the people who I um who I work with, and I'm just thinking, what are the pin posts they have? And they're those things. It's like, this is how you find me. Here's my favorite book, or here's my tip of the week. And I love that. It's such a great insight on how you can use something so simple, which seems kind of nothing, but can have a really big impact on that engagement. For sure. And especially your third pin post should always be um, some kind of lead magnet that you're collecting email addresses from. Because of course, I, in fact, I just got an um, email from someone this morning doing a big newsletter announcement that they, had, <coughs> excuse me, had just lost their Instagram account. And there's someone that works in the industry as I do. So it can just shows you anyone can be hacked. It can happen anytime. So you want to be making sure you're always collecting those email addresses. Yes. So yeah, I love having that. Having an idea. Great idea. Definitely. So tell us how. What is the first tip you you give us if we're going to really optimize um, Instagram to you know build our following for our business? Well, firstly, you want to think about your content and what it is that you're putting out there. Why? Do I want to follow you? What am I actually getting from it? What are the benefits of being part of your Instagram world? So firstly, I want to see um, a good mix of content. So it can't just be real after real after real. It also can't just be photo after photo. So mix it up and do a whole bunch of 
carousels, for example. Carousels are such a great opportunity to um, be sharing your wisdom in a way. Top tips on how to, like three reasons why or five ways to do whatever. And then just swipe, swipe, swipe. And people really enjoy a good carousel. Make sure, of course, that you've got it as that portrait size. Um, and keep it on brand. So I guess the next thing would be consistency. So making sure that we know who it is when we see you in the feed. So it's no longer, it's a little bit, I was going to say 1980s, but that's not true because it wasn't around in the 80s. But I always feel like it's a little 1980s. When I see those accounts that are trying to go with, with that aesthetic for their photos, so it's got a particular filter on it or whatever, it's like, We've moved on from that now. So we want to do graphics that are like bold and standing out and really clearly who you are is, is what you're sharing. So for me, if it's those tips, I want to make sure that that first carousel is really clear. What is it that you're going to get from me? And then swipe through to, to read the tips. So yeah, I'd say mixing up your content, what you're posting, making sure that you're being consistent, particularly around your brand aesthetic so that it's very easy to see who it is. Um, but then also, I can't say enough the importance of stories. There's so many people, me included, that often don't even look at my feed on a daily. I go straight to stories, swipe on through. So if you haven't got new stories constantly, then I've missed you. Because a story, the minute you post a story, it takes you to the front of the story's feed. So if you're posting something every few hours, yay, you're just appearing at the front. That said, I really despise the daily updates or the minute-by-minute minute updates of people's lives. Um, so the, it doesn't old, need- the old way we used to play with Facebook, you know, here's my coffee, here's my, yeah, here's exactly. my bagel, here's my dessert, here's my bill, here's the walking, exactly. yeah, that kind of overly, yeah. So take someone on you, with you on a fun journey if you're going to an event and do some minute-by-minute minute updates if you want to, but I don't need the minute-by-minute minute updates of your breakfast and getting your child to school and the dramas that you have and all that. Maybe a tiny bit, but not endlessly. Like, give me value instead that's going to make me want to keep following. I love that. So we're really looking at making sure we're doing engaging content, being mindful of who's reading it and how they're going to engage with it. That's so important. That story tip around, and what the, and I think when I think about stories, I think, you know, I started to only do like one story a day because you know, me and stories were not friends and same with reels. We're, we're getting better now though because we're listening to your tips. But uh-huh. that idea about the stories about having, you know, that three or four times a day keeping you front of mind, again, that's just about engagement, isn't it? So that people want to, you want to follow you because now I can get new content. I'm seeing new things. And that's what really social media it can be to help amplify your business, isn't it? Is because it's about how do I maintain connection, keep me front of mind, and that's gonna someone else is gonna share that with people and say, hey, look at this really cool story of this person, or look at this great reel of someone else. So having those constantly there means that you are gonna build your followers because people will share it. You'll be that person or that post that people go, oh my god, I love this, and shares it with their friends. Totally, and so I think. Around building your Instagram or and really making sure you're getting growth and engaging um, engagement and is firstly you need to be engaging with other people. So it's mm. not enough just to post and ghost and off you go. Like you've got to actually hang out there, interact with people, be social on social media. <laughs> but what I would say is a great way to do that is I would always say ten minutes a day, jump on, 
and just go through your feed and just start liking and commenting and all that stuff that stuff that inspires you. But then take it to the next step or the next level. And the stuff that you like that you think would be, if you liked it and it's going to be of value to your audience, then share it into your stories. So one of my top tips for growth that's working for me and working for particularly one of my clients who listened and is actually doing that is the sharing of other people's content into your stories. You can put a sticker on it and say, wow, love this, or click through to read the caption, or I totally agree, or even literally just an emoji on it, whatever it is. But the sharing, firstly, they appreciate that you've done it. But secondly, it shows that you're a generous individual. It also shows other people your feelings on certain things and your thoughts and your abundance really to share others. So it's a I great also, way to get extra stories. I love that. Um, that's a tip that we're definitely going to start doing. What I also like about that, when we're, it also demonstrates to your clients the types of things that you're interested in. So you get that kind of likability factor, right? If I'm, you know, I think about the people and the stories that I love looking at, you know, and the the people that I follow, their stories are really cool. And if I'm following them and, and I'm sharing their stories, I'm connected with them. It has that kind of, you know, hey, these are the type of people I like to listen to and hang out with and 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 watch. And that says to others, well, actually, if that person likes that, that's similar to me. And we have that connection. So it really creates a connection even before you've someone's perhaps liked or shared or even commented on your post. Totally. So if you find a story, uh, sorry, a post or you find a reel that you love, put it into stories and just go. It might even be that you want to, you know, even encourage people to go and follow that account. So you're going even a step further. But when I think of... Um, Oh, it could even be just personal interest stuff. So for me, for example, Humans of New York, I mean, who doesn't love that one? So you find one that you particularly love, share that into your stories and go, hey, you got to follow this guy. Like it's all of his stuff is just such inspiring stuff, you know? And so you're doing people a favor, introducing them to an account that they didn't know about before. Yeah, I love that. So what else are some of your strategies around in terms of content for business? What does that look like? Because we've talked about stories and reels. We've talked about making sure the branding is right and we're using the right sizes. But in terms of the type of content, how do we really boost our followers using content properly? So I would say that if you're not doing reels right now, it's time to jump on that. And you can make it literally as simple as this. You could be outside filming with your phone a little butterfly on a leaf. Or it could be just the clouds moving across the sky or grab some footage from Canva, you know, some, some stock footage. Then you could literally just put some words on it, like read the caption. It's, it can be that simple, but then the caption needs to be engaging. It needs to have that U word in that first sentence so I know what's in it for me, what am I going to get from reading it. So it doesn't need to be that Reels is too complicated. It can just be some beautiful beautiful aesthetic with a with a nice video with a really great trending audio that works with it and a very few words that directs me to the caption and 
so many so many times I see others other people's reels and they are very complicated some of them I'm pretty sure are going to give me an epileptic fit if I was epileptic because they're just like <laughs> flashing through things and they freak me out a bit too much I'm like ah it's too much for me so that there is that kind of overly baked it's to your comment before about you know the filters and all the different kind of you it's like hey I found a new toy and it's called reels and and I'm gonna make them be the shiniest newest and most amazing reels where really all I want is engagement and if we kind of and what I really what you do is read my caption or click through or um, know about the blog or read the five tips that I'm giving you and the image that imagery that reel is really around getting them to say okay let me look so I think I love again that tip is about simplicity and making it easy for people who are a little still a bit kind of gun shy when it comes to Instagram and some of the what would be more technical things like a reel or a story but actually you make them really simple shoot a video put a sticker on it say read the caption done you can do that on any day. You can do that once a week. You can do that once a day. And it's such a simple way to actually get engagement. You know, that you're so right. And so if your caption was going to be about three reasons why, for example, you need a business coach. So let's say that you had some, some great training audio, some great visuals that could be, as I said, just the waves on a beach or something like that. And it says three reasons why you can't you can't grow without a business coach or three reasons why you need to find the right business coach. So put that up there, do a, do a little pointing down, read the caption. What's so good about that is that it makes the views of your reel much higher because they're reading the caption, which is taking some time and the reel still playing. So that's a little sneaky trick. That's very clever. I love <laughs> that. And it's all about the algorithm and how you make them love you. Right. So that's, yeah. So, we don't want it to be too complicated where we're constantly making reels that are just a lot, you know? So yes, it's good to do that from time to time, but you also need to be pumping out content that is manageable for you to keep up with, with your strategy. Makes sense. So what's your next tip in terms of building your Instagram following for your business? It would be around call to actions. So you want to make sure that you have a call to action in your bio. So when people come to your account to read who you are, what you do, and how you help people, what do you actually want them to do? If it is just click the link, then say click this link with some arrows to that link. Whatever it is, make it really easy and clear so that we know exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And then that also goes so far as into your captions. What do you want them to do? Do you just want them to passively passively watch the stuff? That's fine from time to time. But what about if it's to do with... um, turning up to your webinar or for you turning up, you know, buying, buying a seat in your, in your next, um, he wanted to call it a masterclass, mastermind, empire builders, et cetera. You know, if you want them yeah. in that, then they can't just passively watch what your reel is about. It's like, if you want to be part of this, click the link in the bio and boom, you're in. Yeah. So making sure that they know how to. So I was seeing something really awesome the other day. And then they said that they were having a free conference. So I clicked the link and then it didn't tell me to click the link. Like it didn't tell me anything. It also didn't tell me the dates. So I went to their bio, clicked the link in the bio, didn't take me anywhere near anything about a conference. And then I just felt like I was wasting time going on this silly old <laughs> rabbit hunt, try, yeah, trying to find, only then to find out that the conference was three days ago. But how easy would it have just been if they'd just been a little clearer about that? So I think, Clarity, consistency, and call to action, really, just telling people what it is that you want them to do. 
Clarity, consistency, call to action. You've talked about call to action so many times, and I know so many people still don't do it, but it's such, it is such an important piece because we talk about creating a pathway. We talk about making it really simple for your customers, your potential customers, to know how you want to work with them and how they can actually work with you. So like you said, don't make it like you're going on a rabbit hunt. Make it easy so that they go, okay, how do I work with Kylie? I click the link. How do I work with Kylie? I go to hellomedia.team. I know where it is. I've got everything set up, ready to go, but you're telling me what the next step is. And that's so important when we talk about clarity is people come to us because they feel a little overwhelmed and confused. And if you have to worry about how do I do that and what is it going to look like, I'm already like, it's too hard. So <laughs> making it really easy for someone to say, I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired, I need help with my social media, or I need help with my business. How do I do that? Click here. So simple. Yeah. I think the important thing is to be, thinking about or asking other people what they're seeing of your stuff. So, for example, I caught up with a friend who said to me, I didn't get in, I didn't jump into your membership even though I thought it would be good because I wasn't available to be part of it that month. And I was like, oh, and then she goes, and it was only after that that I realised it's actually a, a membership that is ongoing. It's not just about that month. So that was good for her to give me that feedback because then I thought, how could I have worded things differently? Or let me go back and look at what I said to make sure that it was really clear. It's not just for a month, it's actually an ongoing. And then she said, and now when I'm going to be back from my trip away, is it too late really then to join? And I'm like, no. So you can join anytime. You're not missing out on anything. So again, it's good for me to get that feedback because I'm going to go and look at what does my website say? What do my social posts say? How can I make that clearer? Because always it's so important for all of us to remember, we know so much about our own businesses and our own programs and our own everything. Other people don't. So making it really clear. So asking a friend or asking someone who you would like to be your client, can you just tell me if you think that this makes sense to you, for example? Yeah. That's such a great tip is having that feedback from people around you that, you know, trusted advisors to say, what do you like? Does this look good? And making sure it's not someone who just says yes all the time, who loves yeah. you enough to go, yes, it's beautiful. It's amazing. And like, but you never read it. Just take, have a look for me, right? So you can have that, <laughs> that check and confirm. I love that. So any final tips for people? Because we're talking around, you know, profiles, making sure we're using the right shaped images, making sure the images and the, and the words that we're using are are engaging with people and that people can read the whole, the caption and we're not getting it cut off. So some of those really basic principles of using Instagram the way it was intended in that way, but then making sure that bio has that, that call to action and making sure our posts have that call to action, being really clear and having that consistency and clarity in the call to action. But what's the final tip that you'd give someone about really to build and grow their followers? It would be to let people know that you exist on other platforms. So maybe it's in each of your newsletters that you send out. It's like, hey, remember to connect with us. The links are below. And then it would be your Facebook and your Instagram and all that. It would be on your business card, perhaps, that you would have a little QR code on the back so that when you meet people and they can just scan it and um, follow you on Instagram. There's so many different ways that you can let people know that you're there And because Instagram is not the best search engine, really. So it's not easy to find people unless they know exactly how to find you. Mm. So making sure that on your website, it's super clear. And in all of your interactions, it's really super clear to find you is important to help you grow. 
And we, we have talked about that before, but in a different way. When we talk about when you first start your business and we're doing that at the moment with our Empire Builders about getting domain names and getting, you know, capturing your Facebook and Insta and LinkedIn and whatever platform you want to be on and having them the same. So we're, we're possible. So if you say like, oh, we, we're very excited, we have Elephant in the Room AU now across everywhere. So if you type in Elephant in the AU, Elephant in the Room AU on Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn, and our website, it all comes up because there's that consistency because we're trying to make it easy for people to find us rather than having lots of different ways to say. And I know back in the day, there was a bit of that where people would say, oh, well, you can find me on Instagram and it's this one and it's a slightly different one on this one. But where possible, having that consistency makes it really easy for that engagement too. Absolutely. And if you can't get the Instagram name that you want, find one that's going to work for you. But it's very easy to change it up. So find one that works for you that isn't complicated when you're telling someone. So, for example, I'm not going to say to you, go and look for me on Instagram. Um, I am hello underscore media underscore team underscore. <laughs> I'm just going to go hello media dot team. Boom. Easy, yeah, easy, easy, simple, because that's also my website. So I think what gets too complicated with all the underscores and all the other bits and pieces that you can put in it. Yeah, make it as simple as possible for people to find you. And I've done that before where I've gone to Insta, tried to look for someone and I've typed their name in and they ha- and, and I know they've got a profile, but I cannot find them yes. because the way they've set it up, they haven't got their name there, it's not linked to it. And, yeah, it's that sort of weird underscore, you know, lots of different, you know, things except, except the name that it should be, right? Um, yes. Such an important topic. If we want to learn more about the strategies that you share, Kylie, in your in the work that you do, how do we find you? How can people find you and connect with you to get these amazing tips about Instagram? Well, you can join the Hello Media Facebook group, but the easiest way to find us is just go to hellomedia.team um, on our website, and then you can find the different places. Um, just look under offerings, and then off you go with, with going on a journey with us. What about you, Jenny? How can people connect with you? Uh, we're at elephantintheroomau.com is our website and elephantintheroomau at all our socials and you can find us there. We like hanging out at Instagram at the moment. We're playing around with all these tips that you're sharing with us around call to actions and reels and stories. We're starting to have more fun with them. Um, I, I travel so much. I'm enjoying sharing photos of the what shoes I'm wearing or where, where I'm, which airport I'm currently at. So that's a bit more fun. Um, such a great chat. We're having a break next week because it's a public holiday across New South Wales and uh, Queensland. So we'll have a break next week, but we're back on the October 9th. So Monday, the October 9th, we're going to talk a little bit more about this idea of customer engagement and followers, but we're talking about how we build business relationships, how we can actually make them stick and create more um, stronger partnerships with our clients. So I'm really excited about that. So five keys to building and maintaining business relationships. And we've just talked about a really important one today in terms of Instagram and being connected with your followers and staying, you know, hanging out with them and connecting with them and making sure you get to know them and don't just use them as a number on your on your socials. They, they're people that sit behind that number. So we want to actually build a relationship with them. We want to go past the no and get to the like and trust, right? Yes, beautifully said. I love that so much. I'm so looking forward to talking about that with you in a couple of weeks' time. So enjoy your public holiday. I hope that it's restful or action-packed, whatever you need it to be.
Uh, we're having a grand final with Broncos and Penrith. Um, so we're very excited in Sydney watching the grand final. So hopefully it will be, we'll come home champions of Penrith, um, but we'll see how we go. Uh, but thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of Bite Size Business Live podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow us so you don't miss any future episodes. We'll be back on October 9th. Look forward to seeing you then. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you.